Today's gospel lesson has many things, as I always say, that we can discuss. But I'd like to focus on the first line and the last line. Because these are fundamental in everything we understand in the Christian life. And it's important for us, especially in these days, and I'll explain why in a moment. In the first line, we hear the Lord talk about the eye. And that the eye is the light of the body. And if it is well, then the body will do well. And if it is not well, then the body does not do well. But of course, Jesus is not speaking about the physical eye. That would be ridiculous. Because some people are born without the ability to see. And some people lose it over time. And in neither of these cases is it because of sin. We already heard this a few weeks ago when we heard about the blind man from birth who was healed, and they questioned, the disciples asked, was this because of the sin of this man or because of his parents? And Jesus said, because of neither, but so that the glory of God should be shown. So when Jesus talks about the eye here, and this is part of the Sermon on the Mount, probably in terms of his public teaching, the most crucial of all of his teachings, the Sermon on the Mount, which is chapters 5, 6, and 7 of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. He's talking about our soul. He's talking about our inner perception. And what does that eye need to be focused on? The answer comes at the last line of this Gospel lesson, which is focus on God. Put God first before everything. That's what the focus of the eye should be. But not the physical eye. It should be the spiritual eye. That needs to be the focus. Every time we do something else and don't focus on Christ, then we are going to get lost. We are going to go into the weeds or whatever it might be. Part of the problem with the Pharisaic understanding the, the way the Pharisees and the scribes understood the Old Testament was they looked at it from a physical perspective. They looked at it as a sheet, a punch list that we needed to fulfill in order to be righteous. And time and time again, Jesus teaches us that it's not the way to look at it. That all of the Old Testament is pointing to the Anointed One, is pointing to the Christ. When you have a punch list, that Christ becomes someone who is going to deliver you from worldly issues. Things that leaders and governments provide. Food, clothing, shelter, all these sorts of things. And the Lord knows we need them, as Jesus says in this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The Pharisaic view of these things leads to an understanding that shifts the focus away from God into something temporal, into something of this world. And that's a problem. Because they're always looking at the wrong thing. Time and time again, 
Jesus has to tell them, you're not <coughs> focused on the right things. You're worried about your power. He tells this to them in the end of uh, the Gospel according to St. Matthew. I think it's in 25. And all those harsh rebukes he gives to the scribes and the Pharisees, hypocrites he calls them. Blind guides. They're focusing on the wrong things. What they're serving ultimately is not God. And if they're not serving, then they're serving mammon. They're serving the things of the world. And for us as Orthodox Christians, we have to keep this in mind. While at the same time we need to be able to engage the world around us, we can only do it when our focus is on Christ. Otherwise, we are going to fall into all sorts of pitfalls. We're going to ultimately be serving mammon. We're going to be serving the world and not Christ. And in this time, we have lots of things that are flying around. It's a very contentious time in the United States. <coughs> and I will tell you that any way you look at it, from the right or from the left, if you don't have Christ as the center, we're going to be lost. We're not going to have our focus on the right thing. Now this makes it doubly difficult for us as Christians because Things are changing in our world. I no longer know what moral standards are from the perspective of the society around us. They're constantly changing. We have standards that are given to us through Christ. And if we keep those, our focus will always be on the right things. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't voice our opinions, and we shouldn't strive to make the lives of our brothers and sisters in this country better, and the means by which we do this is the political system. That's what we have in front of us. But as we do that, if we don't keep Christ as the focus of our attention while we do that, everything else is lost. It won't matter. It'll all fall away because it is all subject to the corruption of this world. But the things of Christ are not subject to corruption. The morality that Jesus gives us, the understanding of righteousness that he shows us, the difference between right and wrong that he explains to us in the Gospels, and through all of his teachings, which are in the Gospels, those will always remain the same. Those will always remain constant. <coughs> so what's the takeaway from this? I think there are two. One, keep our focus on Christ. And look at everything and everybody around us with Christ in our minds. And that will keep us on the path of righteousness. And then the second thing is, and it's really not apropos of everything else I was saying here, but I'm going to say it anyway, is to go easy with our brothers and sisters. Let's not constantly get in one another's faces because 
we agree with this particular point of view, worldly point of view, or that particular worldly point of view. Ultimately, it's all going to fade away anyway. Ultimately, this time is going to pass, and these sorts of things will not last. There will be something else that will replace it. But the one thing that won't be replaced is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his teaching. And we can stay on that path if we keep our eyes, our spiritual eyes, focused always on Christ. Amen.